You can either do dinner or breakfast with the wormhole, but you can't have both. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. Welcome to spoilers, everybody. I am your host, Stevie. Uh, today we will. Is the whole crew in? Everybody here? Hello. Oh yeah. Gang's all here. Present. Present. Um. Hold on. God damn, I just lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. <sighs> Can this be an edit point? Edit point. Edit point. Or you could just or you could just start over. No, I don't want to start over. Jesus Christ. Hey-o! You've only said one, <laughs> you've only said one <laughs> sentence. Start over. It was just such a Okay, we, we just keep this in. Sorry, I just lost my like this blank out Morty moment where I couldn't speak. It was terrible. Uh today we were doing season three, episode five of the Rick and Morty, which is uh, titled The Whirly Durly Conspiracy. And as we know by the cold opening, this is a Rick and Jerry episode! Which means you should hate it. What's that? Which means you should hate it. You like Rick and Morty. No, I like it when Rick has a sidekick. I do not like Rick by himself. Okay, okay. Made that very apparent. Do you guys want to go around the room, introduce yourselves, and... uh, Say where you're recording from. Yes, this is Pappy recording from Denver, Colorado. Excited to hear we're not attempting to edit this episode at all. Just going with the raw fucking cut of it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, son of a bitch. And yeah, no, I really like this episode. I I love the setup of this is a Rick and Jerry episode. (laughs) Yeah, this is Josh out of Goshen, Indiana. And I too like it when Rick breaks the fourth wall early and often. So good times. This is uh, Jordan recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. Uh, it was pretty funny to start off an episode with the intense sadness of Jerry <laughs> seeing his family in stains on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staying in like the world's worst, like most most like methed out, rented out by the hour motel. So He's gross. washing his underwear in the sink. He has a poster of the Titanic on the back of his bed. Which is just rather depressing when Rick... He loves that movie, though. Callback. People <laughs> often see their loved ones in dreams, or maybe clouds or the stars, <laughs> but he saw his in the green stains of the bathroom above his. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode is eerily similar to the pilot and the fact... Wait, Mikey. Mikey's here. Uh, yeah, Mikey recording from Alcart. Sorry, money. Didn't mean to <laughs> not want to get you in there. My bad. You're good. All right, cool. As I say, this episode's eerily similar <laughs> to uh, the pilot to where Rick um, pretty much barges into Morty's room, hammered, and drags him out into a spaceship, telling him they need to go, they need to go. There's no time. This is very similar, except he drags Jerry out buck naked and tells him he'll make him pants and a shirt i promise you any pants i make will be better than any pants you have <laughs> and then it just smash cuts to them getting out of the ufo or rick's mobile and he just has full clothing on <laughs> and it's super sad that jerry thought that rick was taking him out in the middle of space to kill him <laughs> and so this is care. the way you would act given that situation <laughs> i know what you're gonna do rick just go ahead and do it <laughs> Uh, he takes him to a resort is pretty much uh, has an immortality shield around it where you can't die. What else is it? Uh, pretty much you can't get fat. Uh, pretty much nothing bad can happen to you. And uh, It's Westworld, man. What's that? It's Westworld. 
You think that was a reference to it? I think it may have been. They were kind of like up on a on a plateau or whatever. The park was kind of like on Interesting. a plateau. Yeah, I didn't even make that connection. Good job, boys. And it's uh, right when they walk in, and how we find that out is Rick is murdered with a spear by a character named uh, Snoopy Bloopers, <laughs> which <laughs> for, some, <laughs> for some odd reason, they like stuff that, that kind of rhymes along this. You guys remember the episode where uh, Jerry's doing a science project with, uh, with Morty? And they go to Pluto, and the guy that's trying to plead with them is named Scroopy Noopers. <laughs> and they have a lot of characters in this resort that look just like the characters that were on Pluto. Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. People with the bodies of Jeff Goldblum. Uh, pretty much they're uh, Jerry and Rick are getting drunk at the bar, bonding over how uh, Jerry ruined his marriage and how... I mean, uh, Rick ruined Jerry's marriage. Now Jerry resents the fact for him. And that's... Just bonding over it. Just loving it. Laughs and gaffs. Just You ruined my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and having drinks over it. And uh, Jerry goes to the bathroom where everything looks like a vagina. And uh, he gets murdered <laughs> into the vent, which is when we meet our character. God, I'm trying to remember his name. Rizzuto Groupon. Which these characters <laughs> look... <laughs> These characters look like a lot of fuzzy bears with uh, like ball antennas. And uh, anybody catch this guy's voice? Mm, who was it? Well, uh, Snoopy Bloopers was played by SpongeBob, the guy who played SpongeBob, Top Kenny. And Rizzuto Groupon was voiced by Clancy Brown, who voiced anyone? Mr. Krabs? Ah, Mr. Krabs. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so Mr. Krabs is like the big you people like weaponized against us. Yeah, that's him. Okay. <laughs> Which had a really funny payoff. Uh, Rizzuto explains to Jerry that his people are usurped because of uh, Rick and he wants to murder him. He tells him no. And so he's like, fine, I'm not going to hold it against you. And that's when someone barges in and they're like, what do they say? There's like uh, someone's ready for you or whatnot. That's when he someone ordered the half price special. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> and that's when he puts on the birthday hat and starts singing. Uh, it's that special time of year. And um, anybody want to explain where it goes from there? So he tells them that their plan is to get Rick outside of the immortality shield or whatever. And the plan is to get him on this roller coaster that goes outside of the shield for like a split second and that's where they're going to kill him um this the roller coaster being called the whirly Durly. the whirly Durly <laughs> conspiracy i don't know I, d- I didn't think jerry was going to go through with it at this point but he goes out to the bar and kind of gets ripped on by rick again so it's pretty much shown that, that jerry had a ton of problems in his marriage before he ever moved in and that's when jerry's getting all pissed off and he's like they're kind of uh i think he cheers is to i forget what he cheers is to but then jerry's just like the, how about we cheer to the whirly durly and rick's all for it when they get on the coaster and this coaster is insane where it just it's going off rails nothing but a giant circle a bunch of spheres where the track will go from one track to another uh rick is uh just pumped with jerry and he's like you know what when we get back i'm gonna apologize to beth and tell her sorry for everything and apologize to you tell her you're not that bad of a guy 
And uh, that's when Jerry starts freaking out that, like, hey, we need to get off this thing. We need to get off this thing because Risotto Groupon (laughs) is, like, saying that name. And his henchmen are waiting in the back to shoot Rick where an epic and bloody fight goes down. And they eventually ending up, end up destroying the whole track as well as the immortality shield goes down where one child kills another in the bar. Which I thought was that was the darkest joke. Yeah, Mikey, you referenced <laughs> that in our group thread. Yeah, and it was, be- it was before I had seen the episode, and you're like, the darkest joke was in this episode. <laughs> I thought I that. Like, what I- the hell is he talking about? And when I saw it, I knew. I thought that <laughs> until I saw the most recent episode, which also has a lot worse. of dark jokes. But <laughs> which happens in the future? Yeah. Sorry, I took Pappy's line. And that episode is called Rick and Rick, Rick, uh, Rest and Relaxation. And it's probably the funniest episode of the season. But as we continue, um, it goes Never off. Never seen it. Goes off the track. They end up in the middle of the woods. And uh, Pap, you want to explain what goes on from here? Well, yeah, just touching the B plot line though. You have My bad. Summer. No, Summer the mom and Morty, and Morty is just like trying to pass off this adventure on his dad, and then Summer gets jealous of some girl's big boobies Trisha Lang Summer gets body shamed and so then like she tries to get enlarged with Rick's laser and then she hits the fan like she grows the size of the garage and then I think one of my favorite lines is when uh, Beth is like this isn't about anything Morty (laughs) and it's fine I'll call Rick and she she, she slaps the phone out of his hands like no I need this (laughs) (laughs) And Beth is also kind of losing her mind in the beginning of the B plot line. She's gluing horse hooves together as art. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they just let you walk out of the hospital like that with the horse parts. Shut up, Morty. I, just, I think Morty actually said the word coolsies. <laughs> yeah, he did. As he's sipping tea or coffee, which I think this is one of the funnier Morty episodes. This is kind of a role reversal where Morty's playing the mom the whole time. And uh, Summer blows herself up to a giant, destroying the house with... Uh, I mean, wait a second. It, is that kind of a plot point we should talk about? I mean, Morty has been clearly like the child of the family this whole time. And Rick's been like trying to prop him up, take him on these adventures to help his confidence. Like, is Morty finally reaching like a a place where that's not his role anymore? Well, to be fair, this is an actual Morty's family for like a season and a half. Yeah, <laughs> they ended at the Cronenberg. Replacement people. So you're saying Morty is trying is actually starting to see the bigger picture then? I think he's just kind of trying to keep his family together. He doesn't like... That's why I think he's the mom of the episode. He doesn't want his dad to kill himself. He wants his uncle, to, his crazy, drunken grandpa to get away from him. Um, wait, wait, wait. You said he doesn't want his dad to kill himself. Is it that or that Morty just wants to pass on an adventure? He doesn't he want his both. dad to kill himself. He said that in the very beginning of the episode. Rick said, Morty thinks you need a win here. And so he takes him <laughs> out. And then... But you started that with Rick said. Yeah, Rick says to... Rick lies. Well, no, Morty says at some point that, oh, I thought I could get away from all this bullshit, but I guess you're just like your dad talking to his mom. So maybe he just wants a break. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I, I think that makes sense. Like 
Rick doesn't. I mean, how is Morty going to talk Rick into doing anything? I there, think Morty just needed a little vacation. Oh, jeez. There's Josh? a side of Rick that really loves Morty and one that doesn't care at all, but we'll find that out in the future. No, um, one side of Rick loves, what's his name? Doodoo Face? Noob Noob. Noob Noob. Noob Noob. noob, noob. <laughs> Respect his name. God damn That's it. Rick's true love. Doodoo Face. Talk about Morty slip, Josh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Summer blows herself up with, um, I forget what his mach- Rick's machine is called. It's like a Morphizer or uh Anyway, she becomes huge. Beth uh, ends up destroying the house with it. She also turns uh, Summer's skin inside out to where like her, pretty much her underskin. And, like, what could reverse possibly mean? Yeah, what else could reverse possibly be? And uh, I thought one of the funnier parts is when they call that uh, that customer service line, and that guy's like, "Uh huh, uh huh." Well, here's the end. You see that side compartment on the side? Press that button. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the D plot. <laughs> Those three guys. See, from well, there, you're talking about Beth and um, Summer getting turned inside out. This was the first episode where I thought Summer's character was kind of one dimensional. I mean, she was just like the typical teenager that was like jealous of another girl for her boobs being bigger. I mean, Summer's usually the character that's kind of like the chill, like more regular person. I might be reading into that like way too much. But well, I got to remember, you, did, Ethan like was her like first love from season one, well, Anatomy Park. Yeah. And I like to say, Josh... You're the only one with children. If at some point your daughter asks you if she's hot, what would you say? Did you hear that stony silence? <laughs> well, well, no. I mean, that's, <laughs> is that not a realistic question? Like, Rick or Morty says she, he would just say she's hot. Because her mom's going to be Jessica. Jessica's hot. Yeah, Jessica's hot. How would you deal with that as a parent? I mean, I do have two daughters, three on the way third on the way it's a hot take i never knew that thanks for telling me josh not three more (laughs) on the way actually you did know that because someone else told you that while we were together and you said that same thing anyway (laughs) 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 clearly you don't want your daughter valuing herself on her looks but you also want to give them a positive reinforcement um but what i was saying is that this is the f- the first this is the first episode I can remember at least where summer is just completely like lowbrow level like she's just got like one kind of like thing in her brain and she can't see past it like i I thought she was more mature than this episode would have you think well her character has also been kind of going off the rails all season. That's true. Like with the Mad Max episode, she's like obviously not dealing with her parents' divorce well. Uh, in Pickle Rick, she was huffing glue. Um, she just wanted to get high. She man. just wanted to get high. And this, like, <laughs> with uh, her first love breaking up with her for a uh, girl with stripper titties, I think it was just kind of the last straw in a, in a season, which is obviously the self destruction of summer. 
But I understand what you're saying with her being one-dimensional. But we get back to the main story. Uh, Rick pretty much comes to his senses and realizes that Jerry tried to have him set up and killed. So Rick uh, attracts this an- animal that just looks like... Uh, what does this animal... What does this thing look like? One of those bad guys in like Mario or just chomps you out of the pipe. Oh, you're talking about the snake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the flower thing? I was talking about the dinosaur-looking dude that has, like, the ball sack that was hitting Jerry in the face. <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> it's about the destination. It's about the journey, right? <laughs> and it pans down to him with just a ball sack slapping his slap. Yeah, he just ha- so happens to fit in some compartment built into this animal, and its balls are right in front of this compartment slapping Jerry in the face. <laughs> But they're on their way to a space station where they can take a wormhole back. And um, did any of you guys catch this when they were going through the x-ray machine, which explains a lot about like Rick's drinking and his narcissism? Like when they're going through the x-ray machine and they have him to give like uh, pretty much something that will dumb him down and not make him like hostile. Why should the terrorists win? Like if you guys notice like in the x-ray, like, he had like like a robotic heart and other stuff going on in his brain that wasn't all there. Did you guys notice that? I didn't see the scan. Pretty much saying like he was heartless. Mm. He's like an extreme. Yeah, he's yeah. Got a bunch of upgrades. That's a good point, but it, I mean, if you think about Rick, and earlier in the episode, like I think he's getting like trapped, and someone's like pulling at him and they're take, tugging him to his doom and he like he slips out of his jacket and presses some button and his jacket turns into this like huge plum explodes their vehicle so I mean clearly he's got some trick up his sleeves and if you know Rick like he's gonna use technology to enhance his own body too but you're right I thought that was a really strong epi- part of the episode Stevie yeah one of the hilarious line too is like when the TSA is like why shouldn't terrorists buy tickets? But <laughs> they just like dope them up and like, get them all stupid. <laughs> oh, my brainy hurt. <laughs> now we get shoot, shoot. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one over my head like twice. I had to watch this three times. Did you guys catch like the wormhole jokes? This is a theoretical like theory. This is like a physical physics theory. But they said something like, like you should, like hit up the wormhole and like take it out to dinner and like they both location and go nice. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like yeah. I think that's what. What's I mean, a joke, Stevie? Yeah, well, I think that are was a joke. How they like, were, oh, go ahead, oh, Josh. Sorry. Were you were you talking about how basically going through a wormhole is taking massive amounts of LSD? No, there's a specific like wormhole sex joke <laughs> that's made, and like they, they, they like they, they both like, nice <laughs> or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, but also going through a wormhole is apparently like taking massive amounts of LSD. Oh, it is. I don't know. According to Rick and Morty. Oh, I thought you meant like that's like. No, Josh, tell us about taking massive. Yeah, amounts please of LSD. do. What's up? <laughs> Father of three. Hey. I wish I could, but I mean, they made it seem like it's a pretty spiritual experience. <laughs> Scroopy Noopers or what is this dude? Snoopy Blooper? No, uh, it wasn't one of the bloopers. Risotto Groupon <laughs> ends up coming back, even though he died on the Whirly Durly. I think that was an assassin that died. 
Was that an assassin that wasn't Risotto? Yeah. One of his yeah. thugs. Gotcha. So he ends up trying to kill him, and that's when they go through the wormhole. Now, Josh, since you're such an avid LSD taker, take us through that trip that Jerry, Risotto, and Rick go on. Yeah, Josh, what does LSD feel like? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they show... Um, like as they start to enter this wormhole, Jerry feels like his body is being transformed into something else. And then he goes into many different space and time scenarios. At one point he actually just says, I am time. I'm literally time. (laughs) So he's small, then he's big and he's like ridiculous. Like, Clearly, this is the first time Jerry has ever experienced anything like this. But I think the kind of payoff is he comes out of it having been kind of changed. And Rick just, like, takes away that suspension of disbelief right away. And it's just, like, normal, old, cynical. Giant cannon coming out of his arm. Dude, that was one of my favorite Rick weapons of all time. <laughs> just a little a plunger. It's a giant cannon that it shoots out a suction cup <laughs> that little... just steals the guy's gun. <laughs> and then he like fumbles it man. and then blows him in the head. <laughs> I think I laughed the hardest during the LSD trip. This is the part I laughed the hardest is where he's first getting into it. And Rick is sitting in a rocking chair with nothing but a dress on. And he's like holding a baby, like breastfeeding it. And then they show the baby and it's risotto groupons. I don't Just like Passion of the Christ with the Pat baby. <laughs> I don't know why, but I laughed so hard at that. Is that not like the Pat baby? It is identical to the Pat baby. Looks nothing like me. <laughs> but yeah, they get out of the uh, wormhole. Um, Jerry, uh, not Jerry, Rick ends up fumbling around with his weapon before he kills his Zoto Groupon. They end up uh, going home, and Jerry and uh, Rick kind of leave on a cool level of, are we good? We're good. You know, sorry I wrecked your marriage. Sorry I got your daughter pregnant. And that's how their story ends. And with the B story, uh, Summer ends up escaping the garage as a giant who's also been kind of reshaped into a walking muscle. And this, I thought, was probably the uh, the funniest. Actually, gosh darn it. I skipped over this part because I want to bring this up as a subplot. The character of Gene. Do you guys think anything will happen with that? Who is Gene? Is this this... Has he been in the episodes before? I feel like he popped his head over the fence one other time. Has he? Is he just so. he familiar. Yeah, is he just Wilson from Home Improvement, or is he like the who's the Simpsons neighbors? Flanders. Flanders. Mind your own Flanders. goddamn business, Gene. <laughs> I'm having a moment with my mom, Gene. Goddamn it! Try to have a conversation with my goddamn mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, he de- he definitely looked like Wilson. I don't know if he's come up before, but <laughs> that part made me laugh. So I hope they have like a callback or like a future episode where like. Gene tries tries to get in on Beth. Well, and Gene, Gene's just so nice. He's like, is everything okay? My Gene, goddamn God business, God Gene! All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, their <laughs> garage has exploded. A skinless girl has run outside of it. <laughs> I've lost Summer. 
no, literally, she's gone. Um, they end up taking their uh, car down the road with the morph, the morpher, and uh, I think this is probably the funniest Morty line is when Morty's trying to figure out where Summer would go because they were supposed to go camping. And Morty throws out the line of, well, what's the name of that camp that sounds like someone was naming it and they quit halfway through? And it ends up being, Camp Flabba <laughs> <laughs> And they end up in the woods. Um, Beth uses the machine on herself to turn her just like Summer. And slutty stripper tits Trish Lang is with Ethan, realizes that she wants to go talk to her mom and runs away. And is this from a movie that I haven't seen where Morty is kind of cooking his s'more, talking down to Ethan? I feel like this was reference, referencing something, but I haven't seen it. Well, first of all, I've never seen anyone cook a s'more like Burn that. The graham graham they that was weird. Roast the marshmallow, bring it back, put it in the s'more. Scrape it. And they use tongs to like, yeah extra heat it yeah that was <laughs> weird i do think that morty was again like earlier he was playing the parent doing that again here he was just like punking out ethan whereas i think in season one he wouldn't even really be able to bring himself to speak to someone like ethan i mean ethan's like a two or three grades older than him in school and Morty. I mean, I I like that the show's showing that character development at this point. Yeah, me too. I kind of yeah. I'm just happy that this episode, show is back to showing more Morty, unlike the Pickle Rick episode. But uh, oh boy, <laughs> summer gets changed back to normal. We end up what uh, we end up finding out what happens to Ethan because it kind of does a quick cut with the three dudes that were working inside Rick machine Rick's machine. Uh, they look over. They're kind of uh, down by the river, sitting on a rock, drinking martinis. And they look over on the bridge, and that machine got used on Ethan, and he looks like absolute hell, almost like a Cronenberg <laughs> character. Wait, that was Ethan? Yeah. Oh. Who'd you think it was? I thought it was a rando. No, it's definitely fucked up Ethan. That was fucked up Ethan. <laughs> makes sense. I get it. I get it. That makes a lot of sense. And that's when uh, a bird comes down and takes one of those workers away, and that's how the episode goes. Uh, do you guys have any lasting comments or want to give yes or no's? Any movie references you guys saw? I love the difference. Like uh, One episode of Game of Thrones ago when they would kill off what we call the red shirt we like hated it, but this episode kills off like this new character. That's like <laughs> this like person who's nine to five is working in this stupid machine in Rick's garage, <laughs> and they kill they kill him off, and it's like awesome. I don't know how Rick and Morty yeah, does it. Yeah, because you can explain but... so much more. I could explain who that person is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Based on the context clues around it, like it's, I I think. Rick and Morty is the best show on TV. I know uh, one of our guest hosts, Brett Kelly, disputes that. No, no, football is the best show on TV. <laughs> football? The, sh- football? The show football? On every yep. Sunday? And Saturday. And a lot of Thursdays and Fridays and Tuesdays and shit. And Mondays. <laughs> well, I was a fan of all those days. I'll go first. I'll give this episode a yes. Uh, it's just, it's just great. Like 
the character development that happens in this is so much better than Game of Thrones, which we are also reviewing in parallel. Uh, thank God the movie game is coming back, but this is a Woo-hoo. good episode. Yes. Can't wait for Bloodsport. Uh, this is Josh. I guess we <laughs> went into the yes or no's. Uh, we did. I would say this is a yes, even despite Summer, who I've always thought was like the second smartest character, kind of reduced to like a very one-dimensional wanting her boobs to get bigger character. But that's cool. The episode was hilarious. It cracked me up. Honestly, this season has been really strong. I'd probably put it in the worst one or two episodes of the season so far, but I loved it anyway. Yes. Josh, what's better, Game of Thrones or Rick and Morty right now? Rick and now? Morty. Did you finish the question? Were you going to give some other, like... No hesitation. <laughs> no no hesitation. Uh, I'll say yes. I love this show. I don't have anything bad to say about it. and I think Dan Harmon is a torture genius, and I like that he gets an animated show to have free reign over what he wants to do. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that's a, def- a definite yes for me as well. Um, anytime you can start out an episode with uh, Rick dragging Jerry out of his shithole apartment, <laughs> screaming, at, screaming, screaming through the fourth wall is pretty great. Um, yeah, I I would agree with Josh. It's probably one of my uh, lesser favorites from this season, but overall very strong still. Uh, yeah, I'll give this episode a yes. Uh, I feel like this season has been really Rick focused. But uh, it's not a bad thing. This episode was still hilarious. Uh, some of the lines they threw out, as well as having Morty back in the game, even if, even if it wasn't with Rick, was awesome to see. So definite yes for me. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, one last thing. Pat, did we get a pretty mean email uh, come through? We did, yeah. Yeah, can we uh, can, can, can we talk about this? Yeah, can, yeah, can we please uh, talk about this? Constructive. Yeah. yeah so I, let's let's well, let's talk about the the origin of the email. Josh, you reported this. Do you know, or does anybody know? "Quote unquote," Jim McMaster, who is sbfoamcom at gmail.com. <laughs> I think that's got to be fake. I do not know who oh, this clearly is. Clearly, that's a fake name, Josh. We're past that. <laughs> no, no, no. Because at the end of the of the, the end of the email, he says, we'll get, the, we'll get to the end, but does anybody <laughs> know Jim McMaster, who this could possibly be? Can anyone on the podcast confirm? No, no one knows? I did not. I, did not. I looked I him know. up on no? Facebook. Stevie I don't no? have any... Con- I've never heard of Jim McMaster. Jim McMaster. Jordan? No, I never heard no, of him. No, no idea. Well, fuck him. Well, this is the email he sent us on August 15th, 2017. Spoilers, comma. Just listened to your episode on Tombstone. What a shameful excuse of an episode. (laughs) The most laughable part was name-japping Clint Eastwood movies like you actually know the Western genre. Please, stick to movies you know. And understand, like, not another teen movie. That's a great movie. She's all that. Uh, people <laughs> like that movie. Or Austin Powers. Regards, concern. Good flick. 
So it just sounds like it was a couple shots at the Long Bros. I feel like this is Jeff Long in disguise. Well, yeah, what, what's his <laughs> no. problem with the tombstone? Is it the fact that we didn't like it or the fact that some of you idiots liked it? Well, first off, <laughs> if you don't like tombstone, you don't have a soul. But I just I don't know why this dude's so butthurt. I feel like we have never addressed this truly on spoilers, but I feel like there's a point in the 30 to 50 episode range where... uh. Like, if we could go back in time, we maybe wouldn't have created those first 30 to 50 episodes. <laughs> I would never trade the Tombstone episode for anything. <laughs> the Tombstone episode is actually pretty funny. I thought it was and frankly, And frankly, you sound like you're on the side of Jim McFucking Master, <laughs> Josh, when you talk yeah, like Josh that. Josh, concerned over there. Yeah, it sounds like Josh you're aligned Nick with that. What I will say is I stand... By my ep- my review of Tombstone, <laughs> did he like? Tombstone? I stand by the fact that I just watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the flight right before I w- reviewed that movie, and I stand by the fact that I was fucking drunk, and I don't care what Jim McMaster <laughs> fake name thinks. Did you Skype with uh, what's what's their stupid uh podcast called? Uh, lights, camera, cut, dash, action, filming, whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, we should do some more crossover pods. Yeah. This is Dan fucking Hart. <laughs> Whoa! Not an edit point. (laughs) Dan Fart. If you guys ever want to send us constructive email, you can get it from (laughs) Spoiler Man that's going to read us out. Uh, No, no. He's on another vacation day, I heard. Jordan, take it away. Jordan, take our plugs away. I do not have these queued up. Spoiler Man! Oh, look, Spoiler Man just pulled into the train station. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. This was Spoilers. Spoiler Man, take it away. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers. I thought Pappy was going to go off a little harder than that.